0: Have you been considered? Check out the brand new radio show called Consider This Radio, aired live Tuesdays at 3 p.m. on WEBR Radio, Fairfax. Visit ConsiderDisc.org and find upcoming event coverage. Great articles featuring today's hot topics. You can even learn about your community. That's ConsiderDisc.org. Get to know Nikia, community organizer, radio producer, education advocate, volunteer, and much, much more. Consider This Radio Show is a powerful show that focuses on today's events. Have you been considered? Where all things are considered.
1: Yo, yo, this is DJ Bob. You rocking with Consider This, Consider That. Let's get it.
2: Happy, happy Sunday, good people. I am your girl, Nikki June. You are tuned in to Consider This Radio only on WEBR Radio Fairfax. I hope your week has served you well. Today is very interesting. I took about 25 minutes to lay my baby hairs and they are not laid. So I'm upset. I may have a little anger this show, and the cameras will be far away. So just understand that if you're going to be watching on Instagram. <laughs> Outside of that, though, I do have a very special guest. We got two special guests, but we're going to see if the other one is going to talk right now, though. We have Rolinda Rose that is in the building from Maine Rose. We also got Ellie. So we're going to give Ellie a little bit of time to see if she's going to get on the microphone. But with Miss Rolinda, we're talking all things mental health. As you know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Talk about a tongue twister. So (laughs) we're going to give you tips on how to deal... How to deal with your mental health What is mental health and we're going to talk about all of the beautiful and wonderful services that Miss Rolinda offers and if you're following her on social media you should see her new article that was just posted so we're going to give you her social media information so you can get to learn more about her the number here is 703-560-8255 again that number is 703-560-8255 make sure you call us say hello you can join on my baby hairs whatever the Sunday moves you okay let us know what's going on in your life how is your sunday going and you can also give us tips okay on how you deal with your mental health because there is no one expert of mental health we all deal with things and we all deal with them in our own ways and shout out to own ways this is mr bob marley three little birds only on consider this radio we'll be back right after this
3: They said drugs would make you cool. don't
1: go in my room. I just asked you No, Mom, one. shut up, Mom. Tell me, Tell me to shut Leave up. alone. Get back here. Be
3: home. You say it's my face, dude, what? You say it's
0: in my face. What's wrong with you? Man, forget you guys.
4: Hey, wake up, CBN. Pay attention in life.
3: They said drugs would make you cool. They lied. Find out the truth about drugs. Drugfreeworld.org
0: Nikki June and Sharan Lowe just released some inspiration. Head over to Amazon now to get your copy of Be Mindful Daily Affirmations. Want to learn more about our guest? A Minute with Misunderstood is next on Consider This Radio.
2: good people. Happy, happy Sunday. Again, I am your girl, Nikki June. You are tuned in to Consider This Radio. And I have a lot of um, contraptions going on right now. <laughs> but this is how we're going to make it work today. Okay, as stated earlier, I do have two special guests in studio. But right now, we're getting ready to speak. Speak with miss rylinda rose of maine rose how are you today beautiful i
5: am doing extremely well hello everyone hello everyone
2: yes i'm extremely excited um to have her here she almost made me cry y'all at the flea market we was at um (laughs) (laughs) pop-up shop yes (laughs) and it was just like the energy um that we shared that day was It was definitely needed. I always tell people, I feel like God, the creator, whoever you serve, I always feel like that he speaks to me through other people. And that particular day, she told me exactly what I needed to hear. And it was just amazing. So I want to thank you for that.
5: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. I mean, it's just who I am naturally. It's who the universe made me to be. And so I'm walking in authority of who I am. And when I meet and engage people, Each person, I see them individually. You know, my spirit connects with them individually. And so if I'm sharing something with you, it's just what comes from within, naturally. You know, what I see is positive energy that reflects off of other positive energy. Yes. Yeah.
2: Now, who is... Linda. you know, I hate when people ask me that question because it's so complicated, right? When someone says, who are you? It's a complicated question. Absolutely. But I want to get into who you are as Mm -hmm. an individual before we dive into main roles, the actual business, the organization, the company. Okay. Um, Actually, let's start off here. Okay. Give me three words that describe you.
5: Uh, Passionate, driven, and lover of humanity.
2: And for others, what do those three words look like?
5: Wow, that's a good question. What is the? It looks like love. It looks like um, understanding. It looks like empathy. It looks like um, a mother cracking a whip. It can look like a lot of different things. It you know, it comes in different forms. It all matters to the person that I'm engaging with or the environment that or the environment that I'm in front of that's the most important thing I just every day I wake up wanting to be the best version of myself and wondering how can I affect this universe how can I how can I put good energy into the universe you know positive energy is going to win we're going to kick out negative energy I don't care how much it shows up we're going to be there to combat it so whatever I can do I drop nuggets and seeds wherever I am because people matter we matter and I want them to know that they matter in spite of whatever is going on, in spite of their mental health, in spite of the struggles and the environmental um, struggles that we deal with in the DMV. I mm-hmm. want them to know that they matter and that there is hope.
2: Now, are you born
3: and raised Washingtonian, or
5: where are you from? So, I was actually born here, but um, once people read my story and get to know me, they will um, see that I have lived a lot of different places, Uh almost like I was a military kid, but I really wasn't. (laughs) You know, I was born in the 70s where colorism was a problem. I am a beautiful African-American, dark-skinned, chocolate, beige. And I was born to a beautiful, dark-skinned, chocolate man and a very beautiful, light-skinned, phenomenal woman. But during the 70s, colorism was was an issue you know it was an issue and i was a black baby and uh apparently that wasn't very viewed very nice and so i lived with a lot of relatives i wasn't raised by my fam- by my mother and father Ooh,
2: okay, it was difficult let's let's, <laughs> let's unpack this for a second so me personally with my own issues in regards to upbringing and what i felt that i should have had and all of those things right mm-hmm. not by not being raised by your biological mother, especially, right? Right. How did that translate into teenagehood, adulthood, and where you are now? Because I know for me, not, my mom passed. Mm -hmm. So I grew up with my mother, but she passed. My dad was, you know, the regular story. Mm -hmm. And I ended up moving with my aunt and, we didn't have that type of relationship growing up that I had with my mother and my father's family. Now, even the weird thing is, even though my father wasn't around, his family was always there. My nanny, all of my cousins right. are still Same around. Here. And Same I kind of just grew up along with them. So no shade to my family. And really no shade to my father. People do what they know absolutely, and, absolutely. and what was done to them. So, you know, I'm over that part. But what I learned is I woke up at 32 being angry I was still 12 years old I was still mad that I my mom died So relate. I was mad that my dad didn't that, that my dad didn't come and get me I was mad that I went to North Carolina I was mad, but in that I'm raising a human being because I have my daughter young. So I'm raising a whole human being waking up to realize that I'm still angry. So I had my mom, you know, I didn't have her long, but I had her. Mm -hmm. So for you, how did that carry on into adulthood? Like, I, I don't know how I probably would still be mad today. Well, I can tell you this. I'm not mad
5: today. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there are moments where uh, my body still remembers, you know, because, you know, we always reflect and go back into uh, childhood memories and different things like that. But I'm not angry today because now I'm more informed. Mm -hmm. Um, I have evolved with my own healing. Mm -hmm. And so I'm more empathetic and I'm I'm able to understand that it wasn't her agenda. Mm. That wasn't her agenda. Mm. That was the America that she lived in. You know, and we as uh, people of color in this country, we always have to adapt and we're always trying to find a way to fit in. How do we make this work? Because I'm sure my mom was happy to be to have me, you know, but she also had the consequences of being a black woman living in America in the 70s. And she had the opposite effect. She's a light skinned woman in America. So there's stories of colorisms on
2: both sides. Now, let me ask you this, because you you spoke on something with the empathy. Mm-hmm. It took me a long time to realize that my father coming to get me had nothing to do with me. Absolutely, it Absolutely. had everything to do with him because he didn't get none of his children. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, you, know, to, you weren't the I, only that one. No, you weren't like the only six one. Of us, okay, right? That right, I know.
2: Right. I think it's about six. I don't know how many it is, right? But it took me a, I mean, again, well into adulthood to realize that. Girl, what you tripping for? He didn't get nobody. Girl, let me tell you about empathy. This is how empathy works
5: for me. When I'm able to heal and forgive myself, because I'm human in flesh and I make mistakes and I fall short all the time. When I can look at my own self and forgive myself, it makes it so much easier to forgive others. Because you know why? I look at you. When you cut me off in in traffic now, I don't have to give you the finger or curse you out. Because guess what? Somebody will look and say that I've cut them off in traffic. So what I do is I give them a pass. This is something that a a group, this trauma group that I'm in, is a trauma group for leaders in the community in the DMV. And Mm, one of the things that that Dr. Purnell said to us was, you should work on giving people passes. You know that that is a way, that is another active way that we can reduce violence in our community. Huh. Give a pass. Okay, we're
2: gonna So I gave her pass. Let's let's unpack that. <laughs> See Ellie, this is one of those things where you throw the whole outline in the trash. The whole outline for the show is about to go in the trash. I'm pass. It's important. We we have to talk talk about about that. 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 We got to dig into that. We're going to dig into that. It's important. But I want to know your perspective of mental health. I'll give mine as well, but let me give the dictionary version. Let's let's be politically correct Who wrote that dictionary? Um, I'm not sure. (laughs) But (laughs) according to Webster, yes, um, mental health includes our emotional, psychological, Mm. and social being. It affects how we think, feel, and act. It -hmm. also helps determine how we handle stress, relate to others, and make choices. Now, I have to say that I agree with that. Yeah, I do too. Um, I also, for me, um, believe that mental health is the exercise of the brain, right? When you want to lose weight, you go work out. If you uh have cavities you go to the dentist like i feel like you have to fix everything right
5: i think that is such a good point to make because sometimes oftentimes when people think of mental health they think of people that have been diagnosed or who they feel need to be diagnosed Mm -hmm. but mental health is every human being that's living on the planet Mm -hmm. it's your emotions it's how you feel it's how you manage uh environmental stresses driving Mm -hmm. being in a grocery store Mm -hmm. all of those things are mental health so when people are speaking about mental health Every living thing, in my opinion, human animals, deal
2: with some type of mental health. Yes, because my dog has anxiety. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's my baby though, but he do. Yeah. Um, we gotta get to this pass. We're we gonna will. get to this pass. But I do still want to touch on a couple of these trending topics very quickly. We're not okay. even gonna stay on here sure. long because I want to get into these passes, okay? Absolutely. Um, but Two of the topics I want to talk about, do you think these people deserve passes? Okay. okay. All right. Let's get into it. <laughs> because I just probably told my sister the wrong information yesterday because I am in a mood, honey. And- it wasn't given no passes yesterday. I and wasn't okay. doing none of that. It's
5: okay. It's okay. <laughs> so, I definitely
2: want to talk about the passes and the empathy because I definitely believe that you have to have it, especially for someone that you do want to incorporate into your life, right? And I think you need to do it for strangers too because. Absolutely. Yeah, more, I was going to interject. With it, should be, it
5: should be for any human being. Yeah. I mean, empathy is just the act of being able to relate. To something that you see and that someone else is going through. Yeah, I don't have to know you personally to have to be able to empathize with you. I
2: agree. I'll, I I agree. I'll take that back. I stand corrected because I definitely agree, and I think empathy is more important too when you don't know people because you don't know what people are going through. Absolutely. So if you're really, you know, if you're really going to have that, then you need it because I think a lot of the retaliation that we see on a day to day basis is coming from people that you don't know. So again, when we get into these topics, honey, I think a couple. Of these people wasn't quite sure what that other person was going through, for sure, <laughs> and we got to be mindful of that because you cannot tell people how to you can't take people for granted,
5: you. you can't take people for granted, and we have to find a balance, of course, as an individual, we want to be mindful of ourselves and what we want and what we think. But in this world, because I hear people say, oh, be selfish and this, that, and the other. But everything is a balance. Of course, there's self-preservation. But guess what? I don't live on this planet by myself. No. I live here with other human beings. So we have to find a balance (laughs) of (laughs) taking care of ourselves and our needs, but also loving and being uh, humane against other people on the planet. Yeah.
2: Well, (laughs) we're going to be back right after this, guys. We're going to get into a couple of these trending topics. And we shall return. Don't you go anywhere. This is Consider This, only on WEBR Radio.
0: Did you miss this week's trending topic? No worries. We got you covered next on Consider This Radio.
6: It's like the morning time. Don't want to wake up. I just want to stay in bed. If I'm next to you I'm looking forward to Just laying in this bed Ooh, that never gets old Promise you'll never let go I don't want no one else So we should be chilling back Ain't nothing wrong with that So tell me that feeling like you yes, i am i am you know i'm the best i am. you be a fool to not take me inside tell me i'm the best i i'll be feeling like yes i am i am you know i'm the best i am. you be a fool to not take me inside Take me for granted, you'll be regretting it Oh, I should be your last, oh yeah Ooh, that never gets old I Promise you'll never let go Grass ain't green, nowhere else So we should be chilling back ain't nothing wrong with Tell me that, tell me that. Tell me on the best diet. Yeah. I'll be feeling like you're am. you know, on the best diet. Yeah. You'll be a fool and not take me sign Tell me on the best diet. I'll be feeling like you're lying. I know. you know, on the best diet. Yeah. You'll be a fool and not take me in. I am. I I'm yeah. you be a not take me as I am. Yeah.
0: this is what the top feels like Whoa. DJ
1: Khaled this
0: is Rihanna this is how this can be no no <laughs> no,
1: you, no you probably heard of me
0: you don't consider this radio
1: Hey, mom Remember me? Look at me sucking down those french fries. Great parenting, mom. Why don't you pull your head out of your ass and feed me some freaking bananas? Giving this kid an order of fries is like giving him a pack of cigarettes. You have to make all the decisions for him. Child plus burgers equals This is repulsive. If you take care of me now, you'll teach me to take care of myself later.
7: I'd cry about it, but
0: I don't wanna get bacon grease everywhere.
2: but we are back and <laughs> the Let's universe is it. amazing. <laughs> Look, I had to pause. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Um, okay. <laughs> so I need to get off of what we was just talking about off air. Okay. And refocus. But, um, anywho, we're going to talk about a couple of passes. Um, mm. since Rolinda wants to bring up passes and who deserves them. Um, Mike Tyson, Well, we let's let's start with this Will Smith thing. (sighs) Okay, Uh, I don't. I hate talking about this because I don't even think that. Um, can you push play for that one for me? I don't even know if that whole Oscars thing. I'm still on offense about if that was real. Okay, so we're gonna go with the notion of it was a real slap. Uh, he was really angry. What do you feel about that? Do you think that was justified in that moment?
5: Um, I absolutely. I never think that violence is justified. Uh or that type well no I don't think the violence is justified Uh Uh, so in that moment I really I was very concerned uh, for Will because for him to that impulse and he had nothing to stop him from that impulse it lets you know that there are other things that's going on you know I know that when I'm really overwhelmed or um, really hyper vigilant because of stressors that are in their environment then I have a cup and in my cup it may start empty If it's empty, I can have eight teaspoons to go in it. If it already has stuff in it, then it only takes eight teaspoons. So I'm looking at Will like, oh, he was already at eight teaspoons. His cup was full and that... That last little comment just pushed him over the edge, edge, and he wasn't able to control himself. So that's yeah. a concern. That's a huge concern because that's an impulse. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to control your impulses regardless of what's going on. That impulse can be the difference between life and death for you or anyone, and life and death physically or spiritually.
2: Yeah, and they said that he's now gone off to India for a little while. Um, again... I don't even know what to say about it because I'm on a fence about the whole situation. Let me clarify something. When
5: I'm saying pass, I'm not saying, oh, you get a pass because you just slapped him. I'm saying like a situation. I live in the District of Columbia in the DMV and situations happen all the time. I can give a prime example. Um, When I was riding Metro, uh, I actually, when I get on the bus, I sit on a seat all the way in the back because I have long legs. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's more comfortable that way. And Where I sat, there were plenty of open seats and I sat there and wanted the young ladies was there with three other teenagers and they were like, well, why did you sit here? You know, they just were really aggressive and this, that, and the other. And in my mind, I'm saying to myself, you know, it's very uncomfortable. No one wants to be like attacked or this, that, and the other. But in my brain, I had to talk myself through it and allow them a pass because this would only... Escalate. The past is, am I going to respond? Am I going to do something? So the past could be me not saying anything. Oh, no,
2: anything. no. I respect and understand your past. You have to do it. I mean, right. we live in a very dangerous place right now mm-hmm. where you can be... In the right place at the right time, and something still bad happens. So I totally agree um, right. with the past. It's just that whole Oscar situation. I just don't know how I feel about. Well, that, I'm just but. gonna
5: say this on the Oscar situation, and I'm gonna let it go. This is how I feel about the whole matter. I just, I'm, I was a little disgusted by just the whole thing, period, and not even the slap from Will. Just why is it that all of a sudden, because these certain people, because you know they're influential and this, that and the other that we're spending so much energy on it because i'd rather be spending my focus and energy on firefighters police officers teachers what's going on in my community homelessness opioid use mental health like i want to put the focus on that you know
2: and that's because you're in the fight yeah. I think a lot of the times when you're in a fight, some things are so minuscule to you. Um, I think a lot of things are distractions. What, yeah. In mm-hmm. regards to what these millionaires are going through. Like, Ab- who cares?
5: Absolutely. Not when there are so many other more pressing situations that are happening. <laughs> I, literally, we had an active shooter on Connecticut Avenue a couple of days ago. Yeah. We need to talk about things that are priority. And the that car beat.
2: accident on Ben and Ro. Absolutely. Like, it's, it's always something real going on. Yeah. Let's talk about so, those things. Yeah. I totally agree. Um, but apparently, I don't know what's up with people. But there was a guy that was on the plane. Apparently, he ended up getting a signature. I think he took a picture with Mike Tyson. He kept provoking. I guess him. we could yeah. say Mike Tyson, and Mike Tyson ended up punching him in the head. Okay, right, several times. Right.
5: Well, I, I feel you a think couple about of things. Boundaries? Uh, I, I, you know, I feel like, especially when it comes to certain athletes, you know, Mike Tyson is known everywhere i mean he's known everywhere and i think sometimes when people see him that you know they they like him they want to talk to him but i also feel in the back of their mind especially men that it's this this testosterone where they kind of want to challenge him you know does he still have the one hitter quitter you know could i take a mike tyson punch you know you hear people say oh i'll get in a ring with him he could punch me for one time for 10 million dollars and i just think that uh that that gentleman already had in his mind of course he's a fan but I think that there's something there that kind of challenged Mike. Yeah. And, and let's be honest, yeah, Mike hit him a, hit a, hit him a few times. But let's be real, do we really feel like Mike gave all? His, I don't feel like all those punches was Mike power. No, I've seen no, Mike definitely. Tyson knock people wanted, out. Yeah,
2: he wanted them to definitely leave him alone, and that just yeah. goes back to people needing I, to keep their yeah. hands to themselves. I soul. believe that
5: Mike had some, even though Mike punched them, which I don't agree with. He's too old for that. Come on, Mike. But at the end of the day, I still feel like like he did some restraint. You're not gonna oh, tell me that those. Pummelings. He should have been knocked unconscious. He so there was destroyed. some restraint. So I think that did. they need to pay attention and look at that as some, um, you know, give them some credibility. But at the end of the day, boundaries, people need to learn how to respect boundaries. But I also believe that people should speak exactly what it is that, that they mean. Mm-hmm. Because we do have a tendency to kind of want and, you know, okay. You no. Know, sometimes you have to say, excuse me, I'm in my own space right now. I respect you. I gave you your picture. But I need my space right now.
2: Yeah. I think we need to learn how to be effectively direct. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely have to be. And I I think a lot of the times people, I'm not quite sure what do these people actually want from the celebrities in those moments. Right. It's not like he was at a meet and greet. It's not like he was at the sporting event. You got the picture. He spoke to you. Just leave it alone. Like I don't, I well, don't understand. But a lot of the times, I agree with you. Where I feel like people are doing it for a check. He knew mm-hmm. at some point, no matter how old Mike is, he gonna, he's gonna Absolutely. respond. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was possibly, um, it was triggering. Yeah, definitely. He
5: provoked. He it purposely provoked him. You know, how much restraint do I have to have? You know, when someone is constantly, and you're sitting behind me, it's not like I can get up and get off the flight. Yeah you know that's a difficult situation to be in and uh even though mike did turn around and strike him um you know i wish he hadn't have done that but i can definitely understand why he did that yeah you know you you can't get away he's not stopping you know sometimes you know, it's And that's, tough.
2: that's another thing, like I tell my daughter, you can't tell people how to respond to you. So at the end of the day, if you're not going to be ready for whatever, right? Because you can't say, because I stepped on your toe, I shouldn't shoot you. Now, ideally, I shouldn't shoot you. But you don't know what else that person is going through. You could have been the last straw for them. And if it happens, it's terrible. But you can't say, oh, I stepped on your toe. Don't punch me in my face. Only step on my toe. You can't tell people how to respond to you because well, you no, don't know I what else know. somebody else is doing. I kind of disagree
5: with that, and it's funny that you said that because that's a that's an example that I use a lot when I'm talking about uh, mental health and how hurt people hurt people. Of course, you know. And I just had a group. I had an a event with some teenagers about talking about gun violence, mm-hmm. and you know, just trying to have a really open conversation with them, like, why are you carrying this weapon? Like, mm-hmm. really, what's going on? And they really spoke about how the fear. It's, it's the fear of not having it. Mm-hmm. It's not that they want to go shoot someone or this, that, and the other. It's just I want to live, and I'm scared to death that if I don't have it on me, uh, the likelihood is that I could get caught loafing, as Mm -hmm. they call it, and then I'm dead. Mm -hmm. And so I asked them, I said, well, okay, I understand that you carry that gun, but you do know that you can't shoot someone for stepping on your toe. Now, it's funny that you said that because Mm -hmm. this is what I said to them. Because you have a right to anger. It's called righteous anger. But it's not about the anger. It's what you do with the anger Mm -hmm. when you have it. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with being angry. You can rightfully be angry, but you need to express it in a um in an appropriate way. But and being angry doesn't mean that you just get to shoot me. It doesn't mean that you get to punch me. It doesn't understand. mean that you hit me. I, I totally agree. You know, people need to we're not animals. You need to learn how to have some restraint.
2: Yeah, but so many people don't practice it. So we see that every day. Every news
3: article, Absolutely. whether it's
2: from here or somewhere else. Let's talk about mental health. Yeah, we're something <laughs> small just got blown out of proportion but this goes back to mental commi- health no it's all about mental health yeah it goes back to how are you investing in yourself
5: do you know your triggers? Mm-hmm. Like, I know that I can be angry. I know that there are certain things that trigger me to anger. So, one, I'm mindful of what triggers me. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also mindful of what to do if I'm triggered. In that moment. So, I have a plan in place for when I'm triggered. It's called a trigger action plan. Mm-hmm. It's, in actuality, these are some of the services that I offer. This, um, discovering what you're triggered by and then... Creating a plan to help you when you're triggered. And you have to, but you have to
2: be able to acknowledge it, right? Exactly. But you that goes to back say, to mental health though. Yeah. But
5: it also goes back to self-awareness. Yes, like, you were born. Why would you not want to discover and be the best version of, of yourself? yourself? Why wouldn't you want to know what bothers you and, and how to manage? We manage everything. Our checkbook, our car, we take it to get maintenance, but not all your those mind. types of things, but we don't we don't maintenance <laughs> I, I, our mind. I,
2: I, well <laughs> come on. Let's Al. talk about something, um, Extremely disgusting. We're going to get into the Hey Nikki and we have to talk about main roles. But there was a gentleman that was robbed in Atlanta. He actually was a security guard. Devastating. Not only was he shot, and all of this is caught on video. Okay. Not only was he shot, but then three other people came to rob him while he was on the ground. While he was. Talk about. Talk while he about was deceased, health. while he was deceased, can you imagine
5: what it takes for someone to to rifle with a corpse? To me, that's equivalent to people that have sex with corpse What's the difference? To me, it's no different. The mindset of you rifling through this body that is not even cold yet, through his pockets. How? So when I think about that situation, I thought about not only their mental health, but. What kind of living situation Mm -hmm. is this person in Mm -hmm. that they're so desperate Mm -hmm. that they they're desperate, hungry? I don't know what it is that you would go through their pockets. Let me tell you, my uncle, who I love dearly, passed away uh, April 13th last year. And I loved that man. Do you hear me? But I did not touch that man. I did not touch that corpse. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not into touching corpse. I wish that I could have. But I have a fear of that. Mm -hmm. But I can't even imagine the mindset to try to rifle
2: through this dead man's pockets. Mm.
5: I mean, I don't it literally know. just happened. His body is still warm. Mm-hmm. He's dead. So
2: that was my thing too. Did Jesus. they know? Because in the video, it doesn't show if they was around when he got shot, right? So it is a possibility because just the other day I was with my girls for my after-school program. And I ended up calling the ambulance because we were down there at the Exxon gas station by Langston. Okay. And the man wasn't moving. Now, I'm not touching him, but I called the I called 911. The, um, the girl's like, why are you going to call 911? I, because I would want somebody to do that for absolutely. me. Especially if... it could be the difference between saving his life. Yeah. So he ended up moving. Apparently, he might have just been asleep. So I don't know if that... Either way, is disgusting, right? Absolutely. So, let's say that he was homeless and asleep. Mm-hmm. So, that meant that you would have robbed a homeless man on the floor, on the ground that was asleep. Let's say that you did see him get shot. Mm-hmm. So, that means that you possibly could have called 911 and saved this man's life, but instead, you robbed him. Absolutely. And let's say, again, that you already knew that he was dead, and you still robbed him, like, Either way, it's disgusting. It's the only way that I can...
5: I agree, 100%. ...say
2: anything about it, but disgusting. That's the only thing that comes off of my mind. I
5: agree 100%. There's nothing... I looked at it... When I saw saw it on Instagram and I read the article and, you know, the daughter spoke of it, it broke my heart so badly. Not only did she lose her father, but for him to be uh, disrespected in that type of way is so hurtful, but also... I also had empathy. I'm going to be honest. This is just who I am as a human. I had empathy for the robber because in my mind, I'm trying to figure out what is it that you have to be going through.
2: No, me too. To be
5: able to be that low as a human being.
2: And that's in all instances, right? So, God forbid, but... You do have to wonder about that person. Like it was a it was a gentleman I just seen on YouTube a video where he ended up killing the girlfriend in front of the child. The child mm-hmm. might have been like 3 years old, but then threw the child off the bridge that was still alive and well. Mm-hmm. So he didn't he didn't shoot the boy, he didn't hurt the boy. He just threw the little baby over the bridge and the baby was still crying for him as he threw him off. So just for someone to do that that still has to be pain for them right. right so it's like you gotta have empathy definitely empathy for that person cause it's like what would who hurt you that much that you, know, you could do that to somebody that small that def-
5: well, doesn't even, that's a even whole, defend in theirself. my
2: opinion I think that's
5: a I mean it's not a whole different matter than the person rifling through the dead corpse body but I have to be honest, and we have to talk about the energies that's on this universe. And in my how I live my life, you got good energy, and you got bad energy. And I'm sorry, there's some energy um, that that there's just no hope for. That they are out here to destroy, mm-hmm. and. Um, I had to realize that I cannot help everyone. I had to set no. that boundary for myself. Oh, oh my girl God. I had to che- I work, had to check you had that to check yourself because at the it's door. not for everyone. It's for the ones that want it and had the desire and maybe they don't know how. but I'm not out here advocating for everyone. I used to feel like I was like and oh I'm my not. God. Black woman, Black power. all black people. No
6: Mm-mm.
5: No. Mm-mm. no Mm-mm. no. Yeah, that's no, the boundary for I can't, sure. No, I can't do it anymore. Because as a human being, everybody, you're born and you're going to die. You're going to have to make a decision what you're going to do in between that. Mm-hmm. The power is in your hands. I don't care what's going on in the universe. Mm-hmm. I don't care what's going on, how bad it is. We still have the power to make decisions and choices about who we will be and what we will be and what we will do and how we will do it. True. So it doesn't matter what the circumstances are. As a human being, you have the power to make these choices. And if you're actively choosing to do these types of things, then the hell with you and you should burn wherever the hell you're going.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I just think all of those things are so unnecessary. And in this day and time, you just see it so often. Like, it just feels like it's every day, every second, every, every, every millisecond. Well, it's
5: kind of on topic, but I I know you saw the young lady on Connecticut Avenue that jumped out the eight floor window. So originally they thought that she had been pushed out the window. But what it was is uh, her abuser had her tied up, had her hands tied up and her feet tied up. She was trying to escape. She was trying to escape. So can you imagine her escape was knowing that she was going to jump out this eight story window and
2: possibly die and
5: possibly die.
2: Do you rather die? She than she'd rather be around
5: t- him. well. No, she rather take her chances. Mm-hmm. I believe that she knew that she was going to die in that apartment, and she rather took her chances, jumping out that window, and surviving, which she did. Thank God. But can I can't even imagine the thought process of I'm going to jump out this eighth floor window to live. Mm-hmm.
2: It's it's yeah. It's I don't know. It's so it. It's like a onion. It's so emotions, many layers to feelings. peel back, but it's it can just be very disgusting. It's mental health. And like that's a lot of pain. That's a mm-hmm. lot of pain when we um come back though i want to get into the hey nikki i'm hoping ellie is going to chime in on this one <laughs> come on ellie this is going to be interesting this is going to be an interesting one ellie you're new to the na- you're new to the neighborhood now you might be in this situation so we're going to deal with the hey nikki when we come back the bottom line is the hey nikki i'm gonna read the paragraph when we come back but um Ooh, to sum interesting. it up A woman is dating a gentleman, because this is not her husband, okay? This is just a boyfriend. We need to talk about passes with men that that don't belong to you, okay? Mm. That's another story. Um, So there's this woman. um, Her -hmm. boyfriend has an older daughter. The daughter's 21. She just feels some kind of way because he basically takes care of her and that's his daughter Mm -hmm. and she's pretty much over it she signed his daughter is my problem they've been living together for about two years and i feel a little tricky about this one as well but i'm gonna read the full thing and then hopefully i can have ellie chime in ellie is a mom as well so (laughs) to me this feels like an ultimatum but when we come back, we're gonna talk Maybe. about it. I'm gonna get the ladies, um, get the ladies' opinion. And if you want to call in, um, briefly, the question is, will you our childrens our children deal breakers are mm. taking care of grown children a deal breaker? That's mm. the easiest way to sum it up without you hearing the story. Are taking care of grown children a deal breaker? Some of y'all already know how I feel, but, uh, (laughs) I want to know what you think. Um, and some, you know, if you don't listen to the show regularly, you may be surprised about my opinion on that, but yeah, so we're going to get back to it and just keep in mind that the boyfriend is 46. I don't believe she said how old she is. She's 26. She's 26. She's
5: 26 oh, and I the girl and the daughter, and the daughter, daughter is 21.
2: 21. Yeah. She's five years so we older prob- than the daughter. We got problems all in there, y'all. We're gonna be right back right after this. Don't you go anywhere.
0: Time to give thanks to the creator with this praise break on Consider This Radio.
7: Go get em. Give me that joy I can't explain. Add extra peace that'll ease my pain. All that love that'll never change Give me that 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 power to walk away yeah. When another God wants to take your place As much of you as I can take Whoa.
0: Give me that me. Give me that oh, oh, oh. Anybody ready? Oh, oh, oh Ready for his glory? Oh, oh, oh If you are sick of a life oh, oh, oh. Let me tell you the let story Face that's dark, Uh-oh. he will bring it to light. Uh-oh. Hypocritical hearts backslide as liars. Time to get right. Uh-oh. See, I include myself. <laughs> I cast my own stone. Uh-oh. I'm the man in the mirror, y'all. Uh-oh. I can see my own, but I'm here by grace <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> through Christ by faith. Uh-oh. To make that choice I had to open up my mouth and say Give me that joy I can't explain
7: I extra peace that'll ease my pain will that love that'll never change Give me that 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 power to walk away When another God wants to take your place As much of you as I can take Give me that Give me that Give me that
0: yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Anybody tired? Uh-oh. You want the show to end? Uh-oh. Get the actors off stage Uh-oh. and let church begin. Uh-oh. Do you want a revolution? Uh-oh. You want to hear new songs? New songs. God is cleaning up house, and first he's starting right at home. Uh-oh. No more miracle water for money and fame. See, everybody got a title. Uh-oh. But do you know your name? Uh-oh. If we humble ourselves, people Uh-oh. fall on our face Uh-oh. and ask God everything in me that's not right, take it away. Yeah, give
7: me that joy that I can't explain. Uh, add extra peace that'll ease the pain. Uh, I want that love that don't have a change. <laughs> give me that. Give me that. Me that. Give me that. Ooh, I want the power to walk away. I see you. When another God wants to take your place. As much of you, Lord, as I could take. I see you. Give me that. One more time. Give me that. One more time. Yeah, give me that joy that I can't explain. And it's your peace that'll ease the pain. I want that love that'll never change. Give me, that. give me that. Give me that. Give me that. Ooh, give me the power to walk away. When another God wants to take your much of you wish I can uh. say it.
0: No wish. See what you've no done to your boy. to me. I'm not the same me. old me I'm not the same You, same you took everything. You took away everything. And now you're my everything. Now you're my, my everything. Give uh. oh. me that
7: God who breathes life into the nostrils of man. Uh, and sovereign God who predestined creation before time began. I want the God who, with brilliance and elegance, decorate the darkness with stars. The God who orchestrates the future at the same time he knows where you are. Hey. Give me that God who supplies my needs because he owns all the cattle on the hill. Yeah. And he's the God who wipes my tears and provides enough to pay all my bills. And give me that God. That's the God I'm talking give about. Me give me that God. That's the God I'm talking, give me that God. God I'm talking God. about. Hey! That joy I can't explain. I'm at a loss of words now. Oh, I'm so happy you make me happy now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh. Give me that joy I can't explain. Add extra peace that'll add extra peace the ease of pain. I want that love that'll never change. Oh, give me that. Give me that. Give me that. Give me that. Oh, oh, oh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Have you been considered? Well, Nikki Juice got you covered on Consider this radio. Did you miss this week's trending topic? No worries. We got you covered next on Consider This Radio. Hey, Nikki is up next on Consider This Radio.
2: All right good people we are back. We're about to get into the hey Nikki. Oh! Okay. Um yeah, what just happened? <laughs> I <think> I <laughs> Little tech it. support
4: there. Little yeah. tech support.
2: Okay, I'm just going to have to hold it. All I right. think
4: I pulled it. Get me to run over there.
2: I'll just hold it. Okay. Oh, now I see what... I'm looking around. Look. Hold on one second, guys. Just a little tech Rick, support in yeah, there. Yeah, a little support she going on because I keep...
4: Fix it. This. That's kind of a drop mic in a different yes. sense. In a real sense. It's a li- uh, literally <laughs> drop <laughs> mic. Literally drop Nikki's mic. Nikki's dropping right? the mic on us. Um... <laughs> yeah, let me just do
2: this. I now think now you just hold it for this. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't gonna work. Um... So we're back with Hey Nikki. Uh, if you guys were here before the commercial break, uh, we talked about, I didn't realize she was 26. Okay. Um, 26, yes. Uh, Sugar Mama, maybe? Rolinda let me know that she was 26. Yeah, so this is a bigger issue. To sum it up, though, the question is, do you um, are Is your partner taking care of his grown children a deal breaker? So let me read the little story real quick. Hey, Nikki, my boyfriend James is 26 and has a 21-year-old daughter, Courtney. Courtney went to beauty school. Her dad paid for tuition, housing, Range Rover insurance, weekly allowance, cell phone, etc. She finished school, moved back home, says she doesn't want to do hair anymore. She has never worked a day in her life. She's told her car and James enlisted me to find her a new one in my spare time the other day. She asked him to buy her a $300 makeup tanning kit. James is going through financial hardship and is stressed out with money. He gives me $100, $120 a week for allowance and cash when I need it. But I shop at thrift stores. Now he wants me to give her my car that has that he has loaned me because I totaled mine oh my god we are gonna break this up by sentence by sentence please um Courtney's mom doesn't help financially I'm 26 and have a 5 year old son and James is fully involved co-parent but when it comes to Courtney when when will I say after 2 years living together I moved out of this but we're getting back together we picked out a ring and I'm moving in in 4 weeks but I'm worried Okay, let's start. Let's start at the beginning. Her boyfriend is James. He's forty six. James is forty six.
4: She's twenty six.
2: Anybody has an issue with that? I don't have an issue with that.
4: I'm fine with that.
2: Okay, I do. But she's young. I do because the daughter's twenty one. That's I couldn't date somebody five years older than my child. Unfortunately, I had my daughter early. I could be in that damn situation. I've been I'm, in that I have I'm been in that situation. I've dated someone younger than my two older children. Yes, but you know it's my trust issues. And for mm-hmm. me, I would just feel like you're looking at her. You want that's just my own stuff, okay? Well, because people do it all the time. Yeah, I know. But um, my family
5: and I, we work together. I, I brought it to their attention. I sat them down and had a conversation with them. I was like, look, this guy's younger than both of you guys. How do you feel about it? Oh no,
2: my daughter's always giving me away. So trust yeah. believe she okay. doesn't care. <laughs> she can't let. Okay. If, okay. If she okay. definitely don't care. Again, <laughs> it's a me thing. It's not a her thing. Understood. Ellie, would you date someone
4: twenty years your junior? I probably wouldn't, and maybe that's just the whole male-female thing. Yeah. because And it, let's face it, I'm older, so I mean, for me to try, you know, to date someone twenty years older than me now would be a whole different ballgame because yeah. that person would be, you know, in the. Later years of their life. I think (laughs) when you're in your 30s and 40s, no, no, no. I mean, would you would would you date
2: down? Would you date 20 years down from you? Okay.
4: I just don't. And my kids are just. I've got so many kids that are young adults and all that. And it's not that. It's just that I think I would see that person. As a child, I would have a not as a child, but I'd have a difficult time relating to the life experiences of someone who's 20 years younger.
2: Unless he was like offset and could financially take care of me, but like a regular everyday Joe, no. Mm
5: -hmm.
4: I'm glad that Ellie
5: chimed in because you know she triggered something for me that that's really important that I want to talk about. Um, being a survivor of sexual assault, um, dating a younger man for me, uh, was really more, it, it wasn't about power, it was more so about, um, my growth stopped when the sexual assault happened. So okay. I actually was younger sexually oh, you were, oh. than I am physically older. So that's where that piece came in. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, it goes back to mental it, health again and trauma. It, uh, did it end up being healing for you? Um in the actually end? it actually was a very uh it was a very healing situation. Uh For me, there was a lot of different things that I unpacked and I was actually in therapy at the time and it just felt very, this was the first person in my whole adulthood life that did not come after me sexually. Mm -hmm. You know, he just did not chase me sexually. We just built, you know, we were friends in the community, this, that and the other. And then it turned something different because it wasn't about the sex. Right. So, as I talked to my therapist about it, because I was talking to her about dating a younger bu- a younger guy. And he's younger than my two oldest children. Mm-hmm. And um, just explain it. And my therapist therapist and I talked about the fact of where I was mentally, sexually, because the rape happened when I was 12. Mm. So, I had to work with my therapist. And I'm still working with my therapist to mature sexually. Mm-hmm. So, I could be at the right age sexually. I don't know if that could actually happen. but. Yeah.
2: I can understand yeah.
5: why that could happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I understand it. I'm not against it for others. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a friend. Her person is 15 years younger than her. So whatever works just mentally for me, I would just feel again, unless they was like really bawling <laughs> Well, the great thing is to each his own. Yes, the great thing own. is, as yeah. long
5: as they're legal and it's America, yeah, right? it's a free yes, country, look. you could do and make date sure whoever you, you want. Make sure you stay on the legal part. <laughs> on the legal side. Yeah, yeah. On the legal side. Because we still got some states that are allowing grown-ass men to marry young children. Yes, Let's talk d-
2: about it in America. That's,
5: mm-hmm. that's definitely Yeah. We facts. still have that in America where you can marry someone at 13.
2: Yeah. Oh my so God. I definitely think, you know, whatever's good for the geese is good for the gander. Do you. Do you. Um, but for me, I don't know. My daughter always tells me I need to date a younger guy anyway. <laughs> so I told you, she just gives me away. She could care less. Um, so the next sentence goes on to say about her going to beauty school, him paying tuition, Range Rover, etc. To me, she's 21. She's probably going to have four more careers that she knows or doesn't know what she wants to do. I really have no opinion about that. And buying a makeup kit, and the makeup kit is gone. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Now, this is one that I want you guys to definitely chime in. James is going through financial hardship and stressed mm-hmm. out with money. James doesn't as know how it, to tell his daughter no. Okay. Oh, but yeah. outside of the telling the daughter no, isn't that also a learning lesson? Um, for who? For the children as well. In a sense of, hey, Courtney, you um, you know, I normally got you all the time. Right now, dad is in between jobs. I got to fall back. You're going to have to deal with it. This is a part of life. I feel mm-hmm. like we're those conversations. Yeah,
5: absolutely. Now, that's the issue. And see, when I read it, I was like, well, the issue seems to be between the father and the daughter. And if you're having financial problems, then why are you not communicating to your daughter that you're unable to do this? Mm-hmm. You know, and it just sounds like. It sounds like bad parenting.
2: And I do feel like some people, too, feel like they don't have to have those conversations with their kids. And you and I talked about this yesterday, Ellie. A lot of the times, people fail to realize that you are raising adults and not children. So, Clearly, he has money. He brought our a Range Rover. He put it through school. Mm-hmm. So whatever was going on in his life, apparently, they've been good for a very long time. So this is definitely a teachable moment mm-hmm. to let Courtney know, hey, we've been up for so long. This is a part of life. I don't have it, absolutely, and I need you to get it together and understand. Go ahead, Ellie.
4: My question is: Didn't she say she was on an allowance? Who's on the allowance? No, the the girlfriend, girlfriend is on uh, the allowance. That's what I'm trying to bring up here. I was waiting here. for us to get oh, to, yeah, that right? line, yeah. to that line. Oh, okay, part. okay. I was okay. waiting for that, that line. Hmm, about what, that,
2: what do you feel about? having that conversation. Absolutely has to happen. Uh The children won't
4: learn if they don't know. And for a child to watch a parent go through a crisis is the best way of learning a child can have. Uh I don't care if she's 21 and she's a young adult. Uh They She needs to watch her, her dad manages budget. Yeah. and, but, and but, but how do we know that she's aware? Because the dad could be fronting
5: like everything is okay. So we don't know. i no, that's well, a deeper
2: issue. Yeah. yeah. So we don't know yeah. if the
5: daughter even knows that the dad has financial mm-hmm. issues. The dad could just be still putting on airs like everything is okay and the daughter could be fully unaware of that because she's daddy's girl and Clearly. that makes him feel some type of way. Yeah. He could be going to take out second mortgages to make his daughter feel like he's a king dad when really, he's broke. He needs to have this but real remember, conversation. But remember, that's
2: his own beep. Yeah. That's, and that that's happens. Him. Yes. That that's happens. Not her. Yeah. So, yeah. the next, um, first of all, she said the girl totaled another car. Okay. She's twenty. And then she had him, James had her go and Pick out a car in her spare time, girl. You're 26. What else are you doing besides for? uh, Hopefully, you are raising your son because she she didn't mention too much about what she was and was not doing. Absolutely. So the spare time, I didn't like that.
5: Yeah, I didn't like that either. I also didn't like the fact that she threw in there that she shops at the thrift store. Well, if you shop at the thrift store, (laughs) that's my choice. I shop at the thrift store, but I'm trying to understand why did you throw that in there? It's like you're trying to make yourself some type of victim, like you have Mm. to shop at the thrift store. Uh But um, I saw something on Instagram where. This young lady was talking about the things that she gets from her mate. And she made a comment like, I'm not asking for too much. You're asking for too less. So it sounds like you're settling for this behavior and maybe comfortable. It sounds like a codependent relationship with the daughter and with the girlfriend Mm -hmm. because you're sacrificing yourself and allowing that behavior. And now you're talking about you're about to get a ring and go
2: back and... Girl, bye. Mm. So we're going to go back to he he want her... He wants the girlfriend to give her the car. Yeah. So that goes to your point that he's probably lying about the situation. Uh, His right. daughter probably don't know anything. But
5: I think you might have missed the line. She says something about she has a lawsuit or something coming. So I'm assuming she must be about to get some money. So he's like, the car I gave you, just give that to my daughter because you're about to get some money. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's how I interpreted that part of the story. Like, look, my daughter's hounding me. Just give her the car. You know, you, you're about to get a new car. You know, this, that and the other and keep it moving. But at the end of the day, when she the girlfriend mentioned an allowance, that verbiage is very specific. I you know so too. Yeah. That verbiage is very specific. You're twenty six years old getting an allowance. But first of all, how from so your $50 man dollars
2: a week is not enough. <laughs> Stop. Mm, yeah, that, no. that is a terrible allowance. Yeah, and I'm wondering, like, was it always one fifty, or is it just one fifty now because it's financial hardship? That's the mm-hmm. real question. Because, girl,
5: or are you upset that you're getting one fifty and, and the daughter's, daughter's still, getting? Wow, well, that's
4: what it looks like. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. exactly what it looks because like. Because that's why like. she mentioned the thrift store. Possibly, yeah, it, not mm-hmm. trying to disher anything. I indirect. just think absolutely. I think she's calling out for help, and I think that the, you know there needs to be some clarity there. Yeah, and um, I don't
5: think that she should be upset with the daughter. That the daughter has had her dad for 21 years, and that's their relationship. The issue isn't with the daughter, the issue is with you and your man.
2: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I don't like the fact <laughs> that she says that the mom doesn't yeah, support she threw financially. that in. It. that was negative. How, first of all, how do you know? Right. That's let's be very clear. Yeah. May, maybe the mom just has um stricter boundaries than, the, than dad the dad does. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? I guarantee she probably like, does. Courtney, you, I'm, um, not you yeah, I'm not buying you another car. buying you another car. You didn't crash this one. It's not happening. So Absolutely. You, you know, know the moms, mom. You know how we are. Yeah, I do. We're stirring like I love you baby. I'll do everything that I can Thank do for you.
5: you. Uh yeah, go holler at your father cuz he he'll Girl, fall, yes, he'll fall that cuz I'm not fall for that because I'm not falling for the
2: I'm not falling for that open doke because she stole all my nose rings. So, I'm upset. I told him I'm not taking you nowhere next week. Call your daddy. Figure it out. So, I definitely know. But I didn't like that that part about the mom. We talked about the, um, the allowance. And, well, let's talk about grown children believing that
5: their parents are their parents. You know, are supposed to do all these things for them, even though they're grown, because my oldest daughter, Ashley, just swear she tells me all the time, mom, you're my mom. You're my mom. I'm like, yeah, I'm absolutely daughter. your mom. But you're also a 34 year old adult. And guess what? You don't get to come because now you have needs and you want to do something. You want to bat your eye. And you want to be, um, you want to be my daughter, my my young daughter. But when I want to be your mom and give you directions about different things, you're telling me that you're grown. It can't be both. You mm-hmm. can't be grown one day and then want to come and be mom. You know, mommy. You're I need to play to this recording back no. for my
2: daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ashley,
5: I'm talking about you, yeah, honey.
3: because
2: we we had that conversation too. It's like it's crazy how your mouth. Your mouth wants to be forty-five, but your mind is 10 and a half. I don't
3: like. <laughs> they, well, to How catch does
2: that up. work? <laughs> they're gonna have to catch up yeah. because it's like it, it don't work that way. Like you can't pretend to be grown, but then need somebody to help you do everything. Now, mm-hmm. the real question—we well, got two questions because I want to get into your business before we have to go. Um, do you think they should get back together? I think that there
5: needs to be some conversations and some boundaries and some guidelines set if they really want to be back together. Because love is so good and partnership is so good, and if you really want it, you really want it to work. Then you need to have these honest conversations. I think that it's, um, it's. Re- I just think that it's a fail in the beginning if we don't have real, true, honest conversations about what we feel, what we want what bothers us, you know, what we're uncomfortable with. This is the person that's gonna be your mate for the rest of your life. Why not have these conversations? Yes, the conversations are going to be difficult. Difficult conversations are supposed to be that. Yeah. When we're laughing and kicking, we're laughing and kicking, but tough things are tough. Yeah. And it feels uncomfortable, but it's okay. It's okay to be uncomfortable. It's okay to talk about these difficult things because conversations need to be had. It's the same thing in mental health. This is what I tell people uh-huh. it's okay not For to be sure. okay. It's so, okay. I tell my children, like my son, I had to talk to him about budgeting. I said, Michael, this is going to be a tough conversation. I know that you, sometimes you get defensive. So I start the conversation by saying, I am your ally. Mm -hmm. I'm not your enemy. So the words that I'm about to tell you, they're going to cut. Yeah. They're going to cut. But they're words that you need to hear. And as your mom, it's my responsibility to tell you. And so Mm -hmm. it's going to be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And you know? what do you think,
2: Ellie? Should they stay together?
4: Well, they need to have those words. You said it perfectly. And in that same message that you just gave, they need a budget plan. That that whole message right there is all about numbers. Let's mm-hmm. face it. The, mm-hmm. From top to bottom, that's about numbers. Her yeah. numbers, his numbers, and daughter's numbers. And they have. a And until that all mm-hmm. matches, and the five-year-old, and and then that's a very real conversation to be had. And the beauty of numbers is they don't lie. Right. They're just where they are. You put all those numbers down on a piece of paper and you make it work. Yeah. And so if you need help with that, there are plenty of agencies that can help them yeah. form their budget. But until right. that happens, she shouldn't move in. Yeah. That's just too much baggage. That's, a, a, setup. that's
2: I, a setup. I believe in love a single woman that hates being single. I definitely believe people should stay together. But these people need to break up. She signed this email, his daughter is my problem. Wow. Ooh. That's the sign in the email. So I think she needs to go off. Yeah, do her on her own healing. Maybe get a job because again, she only talked about them. Yeah, because we don't know what she got going on. You getting one hundred and fifty dollars? Excuse me, one hundred and
4: twenty dollars. I thought it was one twenty. Yes, that's not much.
2: I gave her thirty extra dollars.
4: (laughs) You just couldn't even say one twenty. You couldn't even say one twenty. You know
2: what I'm saying? (laughs) So my thing is just break up. This is not healthy. And then with James. James needs to have his own conversations too, which goes back to this mm-hmm. question. Cause we all have children over 18. Is, do you cut your children off? I'm gonna go first. No, I don't give a damn. My daughter could be 55 still living with me. Now let's be very clear. Do I want her to go off and explore the world? Yes. Yes. Do, can she go out there, get evicted, and come back home? Yes. Oh yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like don't yeah, no.
5: Well, she, it. they always have a home. But do I want my child to live with me forever? Hell no. <laughs> now, I'm, a, do, yeah, no. I'm not gonna. Oh, is there always be an open door? Absolutely. There will always be an open door for my children. Mm-hmm. Always. I don't. I'm their parent. God tr- put them in in my care, so I'm, they're gonna. My door is always gonna be open to them. However, absolutely not. I'm not gonna take care of my child forever because that was the point of me being their parent was to teach them, raise them, guys, gu- give them guidance so they could be productive. Um, adults out in the universe and so they can do the same thing because that's how you know that's how we continue to grow i don't even know i mean this is kind of off topic i don't even know if people even been paying attention to how many babies are being born um in america anymore like the population and what it's looking like but anyway on a different subject but that's that's let me ask you this do you
2: think james is wrong wrong in what manner taking care of his daughter um I don't feel
5: that James is wrong. I feel like whatever works for them works for them. I feel like it's only wrong if, he's struggling and he's not communicating that to them. Mm-hmm. Because as a parent, I had to sit, sit my children down when my fin- finances changed and I had to tell them, I was like, look, things are going to change. You know, my income is changing a little bit. So I'm going to need you guys to step up to be responsible. You know, do the things that you need to do. and You can't keep coming to me asking me for $5 here and $10 here. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to budget our money because the income in the household has changed. And respectfully, we worked and did that together. Now, every now and again, they still try or whatever. And then I have to remind them, you know, you know, we have challenges and so we're going to be smart with our money so Mm -hmm. the answer to that question is no
2: yeah yeah and don't get me wrong i don't mean like that she doesn't have to leave because you know hopefully i'll be riding off at the sunset with my man but however if there's ever an issue where she has to come home it's nothing to think about oh yeah i just feel like in my experience and me seeing people make terrible decisions in relationships, financially, because they didn't have nowhere else to go. Oh, that happens, Then oh, gotcha. for me, that's the yes. issue. So okay. that's mm-hmm. what I mean by like, I'm yes. not gonna hold her hostage again. Mm-hmm. If she wants to move out, she can move out. Great. Go go see the world. how good you actually got it over here yeah. compared to mm-hmm. real life and adulting, right? But if I am with somebody, and now that she has to, if she does leave, it have to come back home, and now you're mad. No, we're not doing oh, that. no, we're absolutely no, not doing with that. Yeah, we're not yeah. doing that. I wouldn't even have anyone had, in my life that wouldn't be a, accepting of my. But sometimes back. you don't know until it happens. Sometimes you won't know because if, like, if your child isn't there when you guys are together, but you don't know how they're going to respond. Yeah, but see, when, that when wouldn't happen them with them me because
5: we're a family, we're integrated. So you're going to know. And first of all, you're not even going to be able to be up in my circle without my children knowing who you are and what's going on oh, yeah, because they've got to check. You you they're going to check for that anyway. Or, yeah. My children yeah. are going to know who I'm dating, what's going on because we are a close family. And, and they got to be careful. And they, yeah, plus they're not going for any of that, especially. Yeah. I thought my son was the worst, but my daughter is way worse than my son. Like my oldest daughter. She has no cut card. I'm still actively working and pouring Jesus juice on her and some more stuff. Mm-hmm. But Ashley has no cut card. Don't play with her mother. That's my <laughs> thing with
2: James. If I had that kind of money... Um, I would do those things for my daughter, Absolutely. not even to think about it. You know, I'm but not going to go broke, but n- yeah,
5: exactly.
4: To well, it. and then
2: hopefully double mortgage, or, yeah, we're making
4: stuff up here, but yeah, you know what you're saying. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going go to go broke
2: trying <laughs> no. to help you, but if I got it, yeah, yeah then you you can yours. Get it. And again, she's 21, she's that's doing dumb young. stuff. They're learning yeah. exactly. Right. So just because she started doing, I, that's why I tell my daughter every day, I don't care if you go to bartender school, uh school, firefighter school, try it, school, try it all. You don't want to do none of it. I don't care. The point is you have to figure out what it is that you Absolutely. want to do. And you're not going to figure that out not doing anything. Right. But, Ellie, what do you think about it? Like, would you um, – you, if you had whatever money, not saying that you don't, but if you had the money that James had, would you, you know, keep taking care of your – I don't even feel like this well, is taking care of your children. Would you help your children?
4: This is it, of course. The answer is yes, of course. And I think you said it best when what you do is you make sure that your children, no matter their age, when they're adults even, you are – you're You are their number one support, Absolutely. and I loved it when you said that what is, what line did you use? You said you're their first defense you're your oh, yeah, I'm ally ally mm-hmm. you're your ally. Yeah, you can start off ally. a conversation with them saying, "Look, I'm an ally, but if you put me in james shoes then or even in um any I think what happens is he needs to have that his family he's he's creating kind of a new family bond here mm-hmm. and so he needs to put everybody in their own. in their their own place. And
2: boundaries too, right? Boundaries, right. I think um, in the words like with Rolinda, you should already know that I, like how in dating did you not know that I quote unquote, do everything for my daughter, daughter. right? Or that I'm still taking care of this girl. That's That's what I'm talking about. So now you you can't fall in love with me after the fact and then be mad that this is what I do, which goes back to what Rolinda said about having real conversations. I mean, on my first date, I'm trying to figure out like, what is your goals? What exactly. are you trying? To, what are you, I'm not waiting three days. Later. What are now I'm in, in love with you, and I might start it, stalking you because you don't <laughs> want to be together no more. No, like right. we Absolutely. are grown. I feel like anything over thirty five. What are you waiting for? You don't got but so many more years. Talk, left. talk about it, Nikki. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Talk about it. You don't have it. but so many healthy years left. Let's just get this out the way. Let's yeah. have these real conversations we can because this one out thing, in one, week. one mm-hmm. thing for sure,
5: two mm-hmm. things for certain that people do not pay attention to, in my opinion, is that. Time is a commodity. Yes. My time is extremely valuable. If I just want to sit at home and scratch my head and do nothing, then I could do that as opposed to sitting in someone's face that really I have no interest in. And don't want to be bothered. It's not having any real conversation. Like, I'm at an age where, hey, what's going on with you? These are the things that I'm going and trying to see if we even can mesh. If we can't even mesh, if we're not even on the same uh, basic realm, I'm not going to spend and waste my energy with you. No, you're Please, not going to get no you time know, no with No disrespect me. to it's you. It's, it's, I have a right to use and spend my time how I want to, and I want to spend it productively. And we're, we don't have the same goals. And it's okay. It's okay that we don't have the same goals, and saying that I'm not rejecting you as a man. I'm just saying that we don't have the same goals, and that's okay to mm-hmm. not have the same goals. You don't have to mm-hmm. because yeah. we're different. That's, that's what right. makes but him, you know him and men me t- me. T- men take rejection. It's so harshly. Like They babies. think it's always... Well, sometimes <laughs> it's like babies, but it goes back to mental health again. Mm-hmm. Your self-esteem. What are the messages that you're getting? What do you believe about yourself? So when I say that, you know, I don't want to date you, I'm not saying there's something wrong with you. It's just, I'm just saying I'm not interested. And it's okay for me not
2: to be interested in you. And you should be able to receive that it's okay that every person is not interested in you. Pretty much. And so, Ellie, you said that you would financially, if you have the money, you would do it for your kids. But... What do you, like, what is your summarization of this? Well, I think that's... If for what we know, because, again, we got so many other know. things we could add in to try to make it make sense.
4: <laughs> no, I agree. But it sounds like they're building a new family. And so by building a new family, they need to put everybody, you know, on this, in, in, in the same room at the same time and have these conversations that probably aren't pleasant. But yeah. they need to have this basic, you know, okay, so she's young and just a few years older than... The daughter, but she's going to be on an equal playing field with him, mm-hmm. and she better help. And I, I, I think she knows. I don't know that she knows that mm. from from the messages that I'm kind of getting here. I'm not sure that she knows she's on an equal with him it and as partners. Like a I would expect that. Sexual relationship
2: that went wrong to me. Mm-hmm. That went a little too long.
5: It sounds like a sugar daddy and a sugar mama. She saw what he was doing for her daughter and thought that she was going to be gonna the second the daughter thing. and get the same Mm-mm. thing when the daughter has the priority.
2: Right. and
4: there you go. So Yo. you want a relationship like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So it's just it's just going to be I mean they're going to have to figure it out. The daughter there. is not At the, the problem. The the, yeah, the daughter is definitely not the problem. There she may have some problems. <laughs> but she ain't your problem. Absolutely. Um again, because if he was really that involved with her, I'm just confused on how is it 2 years later and you just now found that out? That that's imp- that I don't know. Yeah. That's just weird to me. But
5: There's some information missing. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, that's your yeah. business. If you want to move in, move in. If you don't, you don't. It is what it is. But well, if
5: you do move in, I hope that you have enough sense to sit down and have the conversation because you don't want to be in a miserable relationship. Why? And then there's a five-year-old. You have a responsibility to that five-year-old. And you have a responsibility to not take them into a relationship that's uh, that's already kind of toxic. Yeah. But me... the
2: interesting thing is you don't know that you're doing that until after the fact.
5: Well I'm glad she mm. asked the question. Yeah. Yeah. But she yeah. asked the question so that that gives me some hope that she
2: Took Got a the chance. And,
5: yeah, in. she asked the question. <laughs> it takes a lot of courage to write that and and, and put yeah. it out there and and put your business out there so people can uh, weigh in on it. So I mean, some people can sit at home and still be dealing with this. At least she had the courage to ask the question. Yeah, that's
2: the first step. So yeah, shout out to you, ladies. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. You didn't leave your name, but shout out to you. Hopefully, y'all figure it out again. You know, at the end of the day, it's your business. Wish <laughs> you well. I mm-hmm. wish you well. So, mm-hmm. You know, you do what you will. As usual, we took. The question made it our own with our own, uh, ways that we might have experienced it and what we think we can't tell you what to do exactly you know what's good for you you know what works for you and you know where you are so you have to do what you want when we come back we're gonna have to talk about main roads okay we got to talk about these services (laughs) and what you do and the website and all of those Mm -hmm. all of those amazing things we got to get into it okay Mm -hmm. um i also want to do we're probably just going to do a uh Breeze through. This is why I need another day, Ellie. Do you <laughs> see why right. I'm yes. rallying for extra days? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> got a lot but uh, we definitely want to give you a couple of things that you could do for your mental health. One is this basket, okay, from Main Rose. That's the first thing that you could do. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also going to get into a couple of types of mental health issues, and this is going to be really fast because we got to talk about Main Rose. So when we come back, we're going to do a, look, a little speed round of a couple of those things, and then. Talk about the services and everything that main Rose do. Shout out to the reader because guess what, girl? It's going to be all right. This is Lettucey only on Consider This Radio. Let
1: low productions. D. Floyd, my baby, sweet off Awesome go-go soul. Let's go, girl. Yeah. Life can make me so confused But it's alright It's alright Living day by day I feel so used That ain't right Come on I just wanna run and hide Yeah But I don't have the time to cry And it's alright It's alright Alright Any thoughts are running through my head It's alright It's alright Wishing to be somewhere all right come on i can't wait to see your face yeah. i need a smile in your embrace i'm all right Things in the world
0: follow at consider this on all social media platforms and while you're at it like our facebook page
2: i am audrey jackson
0: i'm greg taxon
2: on february 19th at 4 a.m a gun was used to take my son from me you know him as pop smoke we call him char because of gun violence i'll never see my son run up the front of our steps taking them two at a time He won't ever take my hands again and dance with me. He won't come into my room and muscle pose in the mirror. Gun violence destroys families. It must stop.
0: Haven't strolled down your timeline lately? We'll get the latest hot topics next.
2: Yeah. All right, good people. I Okay, your mic was slow to cut on. <laughs> I just cut Ellie mic on. You hear me? I didn't even ask her this time. I just cut the mic on. I That's see right. this. I
3: see this. <laughs> she ready. But she Ellie ready. Just gonna
2: top. Um, so really quickly, because we gotta we have to get into main rows. Have to get into main rows. So, um, types of mental health, you ladies can chime in whenever. Mm -hmm. Just read in a list from betterhealth.com, and I'll just go through a couple. Of course, we all know about schizophrenia. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing that I I think that we don't touch on enough is depression. People don't normally feel like that's a part of mental health, but it is. Anxiety disorders is definitely a part of mental health. And more importantly, behavioral and emotional disorders and that is a whole nother show you going to have to come back y'all going to have to come back because we have to dive like the whole show we're not going to do hot topics or nothing mm-hmm. when you're talking about mental health there's so many layers in it you really got to get into it and the one that people miss the most is it's that behavior piece. and that emotional because I don't care what nobody says that is a learned behavior it's a learned behavior from upbringing so do you ladies have anything else you want to add to those two uh, nothing at this point. But other
5: than, I think that's a good point that you you brought up about behavior because people don't pay attention to Any that. And
2: emotion,
5: behavior, emotions in regular everyday human beings in their personal life, but also in their professional lives as doctors, cashiers, police officers, fire, fire uh, firefighters you know, you take yourself with you, whatever job you have.
2: That's going to be another show. It has to be another show. I got to see, how, when i have another guest, but we're going to do another one about this because again, no, Hey Nikki, no trending topics. You got to get into this because you, you, you know, it. right now we're just, it's needed skating over it a little bit, but it's so much deeper than that, especially that behavior and emotional aspect. And I, want to touch on that so much further. But Ellie, do you have any other others that you want to bring up now in regards to types of mental health?
4: No, I mean, I think you have it covered. And what I'd like to unpack, even if it's at another show, are the agencies available? Yes. And the lack of agencies. We got one right here. Yes. <laughs> and she'll so probably... So we definitely yeah.
2: got to tap in on that we have to tap in on that. Yeah. You, we can't keep talking about the problem and don't offer the solution. Right. Let's so talk. you definitely got to follow Let's up with about that. It. Um another Another tip, which is going to be our segue. Wait, I have one more. Hold on. Uh, oh, oh, no. So that's it. So another tip for mental health. Of course, we have main roads. Okay. Um, but more importantly, just a couple value yourself self care Mm -hmm. self care for sure which is also taking care of your body your Mm -hmm. mind exercise and sleep exercise sleep surround yourself around good people because that energy is so transferable support system
5: support system support system support system support system Mm -hmm.
2: what do we think about forgiving ourselves do we think that's a part of a tip that we could do for our mental health 100% Mm
5: -hmm. not just forgive yourself but one of the words that I use is be kind to yourself oh yeah Be kind and gentle to yourself. We are such harsh critics of ourselves. Not that we don't get enough criticism in the world that we live in. Be kind to yourself. Mm -hmm.
2: Be patient with yourself. Mm -hmm. It's okay. One thing that I have, I'm I'm sorry, i gonna let you go. One thing I have an issue with is the quiet mind oh I'm terrible at that Mm. but we got to get a quiet mind because all of the thoughts all of the pain it blocks us it blocks us right away but Ellie I definitely want I know you had something to say
4: well I did because I wonder if when you talked about being self-critical and being kind to yourself um, two things I wanted to say one is there's that other element of being just grateful Mm. Uh, sometimes just being grateful Mm. for and that that doesn't always feel good I mean that's not not always easy to do when you're feeling great it's easy to be grateful but when you make a practice of just being grateful for this moment right now it does become easier when things aren't going so well it really does but for the self critical <clears throat> i have to wonder is that a male female do you think females are a little more self critical or is that too i think much men of a broad... are too
2: which is why their egos are out of control mm, okay. but you know i don't like necessarily speaking for men but i will i do believe that men may be more critical than us which is probably why they also have Issues with um, intimacy. Oh,
4: okay. That's
2: just an opinion, fellas. I'm yeah, not a, Yeah,
5: I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think know. that they can be more, um, can be just as critical about themselves as women are. I just think that they don't display it. Mm-mm. As much as we do, we are emotional With, human beings exactly, but I believe that men are are emotional human beings as well. However, they haven't been given permission to do so because then their uh, mm-hmm. their masculinity is is pulled into question. And men, you get to be yourselves one hundred percent authentically if you want to be you know softer or, or you know not so masculine or tough as as they uh say that you are you get to be your authentic self uh and i just think that men don't aren't uh put in a position where they can display, they don't have permission they don't have permission to display their vulnerability it, it comes in question by ignorant people and i want my men and my brothers to know that you get to be your authentic self regardless in spite of what anybody thinks or feel
2: be your true self mm-hmm. it's your life yeah and I want to give out the 800 number because we got to spend these last 10 minutes talking about main roles. Okay. That's the only thing we're going to be talking about, but the eight one eight hundred 800 number, because like Ellie said, we can't keep talking about the problem without solutions. So we're going to give you one number and then we're going to talk about the services that main roles offers. And then we're going to circle back to this conversation and, and really peel this, un- peel this onion back on the so past. Really break down. <laughs> yeah, we have to, because it's so much deeper. Like we're just touching it. And even when we do another one, we're still not going to get to the Root of Tuta, right? But right. we'll be able to talk about it. It's an ongoing conversation every time. Um, and especially because May is Mental Health Month. So we definitely got to get you both oh, back. Oh, yeah, Ellie, yeah. Ella, okay. you going to come back? Of course. We got to get you both back because May will be Mental Health Month. And yes, let's, it's important. Let's get into it. The number, though, one number... Is um one 800 950 6264 And that's for the National Alliance on Mental Health. This is um 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, again, okay, because I don't know if the next person is coming. So we gotta talk to we gotta talk to <laughs> Rolinda right now about main roads. Please let everyone know what is main rose and how do you effectively help us in the community
5: well thank you for asking me that question of course i've been waiting for that question the whole day (laughs) um so excited to talk about main rose uh main rose uh became an exception actually last year i became an official uh llc in washington dc i'm an escort uh but before that main rose was an Uh, unofficial business I as I stated I'm a first responder for mental health crisis and a homeless outreach uh, specialist in Washington DC so I'm in the encampments I'm on the street engaging people every day trying to give them resources and just meeting them where they are and more importantly letting them know that their life matters and that there are resources out here that can help them Uh, I I was uh, in a program with um, is D.C. Small and Local Business Development, uh-huh. uh, and they had a program called the We Aspire Program for returning citizens, which are people that have dealt with the um, Department of Justice. And I won the pitch competition for my business, which is Main yeah. Roads, which is um, a natural hair and natural soap uh, company. I did this because I make natural hair care products for myself because I'm a natural girl and my family's natural. Mm -hmm. But also because my son who suffers with boils and eczema we couldn't find products that was going to be able to help him and so I went through my ancestors you know went through my roots and my herbs and I found some salves and started making soaps and creams and butters that were able to help him. Now these were things that that I was doing naturally but at the same token as I said I'm a mental health first responder. I wanted to know how can I help my community because I live in Ward Eight and I wanted to be a violence interrupter. And I wanted to know how can I do this? How can I Girl, get people We gotta have a to, conversation about how that? can mm-hmm. I well that's this is my interpretation of violence interruption mm-hmm. by helping you to Uh, be attentive to yourself by helping you to be mindful to your mental health by Mm -hmm. showing people and letting people know one that there are resources out there to get help Mm -hmm. two I'm the evidence so don't tell me I'm the evidence that hurt people can heal Mm -hmm. see I'm also the evidence that hurt people can hurt people because I am a survivor of domestic violence I did go to prison for killing my abuser but look at what that journey has brought me to because see hurt people hurt people but I began to heal because I didn't want to be hurt anymore I wanted to be the best version of myself and I did not even know that I was um, that I was suffering with mental health until someone, you know, asked me because I kept begging, going to different places, trying to figure out what is it that I'm missing? There's a disconnect somewhere. And I realized I was having these moments of elation. I'd be happy and rushing and spinning. And it was called mania. Mm -hmm. And then I would have these Moments, long moments of depression, mm-hmm. and someone, you know, I was talking to someone about it, and they said, "Have you ever been evaluated for uh, mental health? Or what do you know about mental health?" And I was like, "Nothing. What are you talking about?" You know, I had an uncle that was crazy. He was in a back bedroom. Everybody was like, "Stay away from him," because you know he's crazy, he got mental problems. Mm-hmm. That's what we think of a mental. It's like uh, vets coming back from PTSD and this, that, and the other, and not just basic things like uh, anxiety, mm-hmm. um, these disorders like uh, PTSD. Yeah, like PTSD. PTSD. PTSD, Mm -hmm. trauma, Mm -hmm. these types of things. And so I wanted to put two things together because I'm a multitasker. I can't help it. (laughs) Uh, Put the two things together that I know how to do best. Who doesn't take a shower? You know, most people I know take a shower. Most people I know use lotion. Most people I know, you know, shampoo, wash their hair. So all of the products that I made at home for myself, I said, I'm going to make these products because my friends were asking for them and wanted to purchase them. So I said, okay, I'm gonna do that. But how can I still do that and get my message out there that there's hope that we do survive, that we move out of surviving to thriving, that you can manage your mental health, Mm -hmm. that you could be better, that you could create trigger action plans. You could create wellness action plans to help you be the best that you could be, because this environment that we live in is hostile, completely mm-hmm. hostile. You need to be able to combat that. You need to know what to do with your emotions, with your feelings. They're there. They're going to come. But we need to manage those things. So what better way than to put it into my soap? So I decided to tell my mental health story through my, through my soaps. And the first bar that I made is actually racing thoughts and when I made this bar, I just wanted to show what my brain looked like when I'm going through anxiety Mm -hmm. or when these thoughts are all over the place and I'm trying to move them and trying to manage my day. So when I had to be attentive that this happens and then I had to be kind to myself, like I'm not everybody, Yep, my brain goes zip, 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 all over the place. (laughs) and it's okay rylanda you don't have to feel shame about that mm-hmm. but what you will do is figure out how to manage those feelings and what to do with them and so when my thoughts get the racing now i know what to do with those things i have soothing techniques that i use trigger action plans that i use and that's do you what makes that's what no. okay. it no, i love those. you okay. know that's what mm-hmm. it's about it's about taking these beautiful soaps because i am an artist um, I've been an artist since childhood, and I decided to use my creativity to create my soaps and to show what, what uh, my symptoms look like uh-huh. to be a conversation starter. Uh-huh. This starts conversations at people's tables. Mm-hmm. This starts conversations at the water tank. Mm-hmm. Let's have these conversations. Mm-hmm. Let's debunk that shame and stigma that's on mental health. And that's where Main Rose came into play. And I love selling my soaps they, and my hair care products. They do everything that they're supposed to do. There's no miracle this, that, and the other. They do exactly what they're supposed to do because you can look at my vivacious uh, locks <laughs> on my hair and my skin so soft and they do what they do. But when you look at that, this is a conversation that you could talk about mm-hmm. i think did you aromatherapy is that a is that a therapy well actually that is a form it, of it's therapy, part right? of it so i'm actually evolving mm-hmm. you know i can't give out <laughs> i, can't give out. I, I know, can't give I know. out I just all, the code all, all <laughs> secrets but i'm working on i'm working on the whole five senses oh, as okay, a yeah. whole piece uh-huh. literally i'm um, in the process of doing like spoken word so that way not only do you have the sight the smell, the sound, there's going to be a piece of candy for the taste, mm-hmm. oh, and nice. then I'm going to do spoken word, where you can either get it on Spotify or Apple Music, it could be me, it could be some, you know, it could be instrumental, but I want to do a whole experience where we connect with one, connect with ourselves.
2: And I will say um, something that you and I had talked about at the pop-up shop is... Uh, in regards to how working with your hands is healing mm-hmm. so the things that I do with my young ladies is we're all we always have an activity With the curriculum and the curriculum at this point is thrown out the window because my girls are just powerful human beings. Okay, Um, (laughs) but we're always doing an activity to kind of combat the stress, combat the mind and just kind of bring everything back. And I know recently, and I think we had talked about that, they've been doing a big study on how gardening it's really good for your mind. Mm-hmm. So it's just the the point of when you're being able to touch something and make something how it just it just makes you feel good. I know I'm I'm at the most peace when I'm at the garden or when I'm out doing something. I just feel like a child all over again. 100%. Mm-hmm. Let me tell yeah, you. I, I didn't
5: even realize it, but um I started taking videos of myself when I'm making my products and things of that sort mm-hmm. because of course I want to market those things and I want to share those things. And it took me going back to look at the videos that I don't even have music. on. There's nothing. There's no sound. I'm in there for hours making soap. No radio, no phone. The only sounds are the sounds that are internal. Mm-hmm. It's just quiet. Mm-hmm. My son came in. He's like, "Mom, you still in here working? You don't even have no music on." I said, "I didn't even realize it."
2: Mm-hmm. I could be like yep. that too at times, especially when I'm on so that doing something. It's so therapeutic. It's so therapeutic. Can we mm-hmm. get? Um, you got to come back. I would absolutely no love to come back. No topics or nothing, okay, because we need to talk. But um, <laughs> just in case the next show is coming, can you please give out your social media, your website, how absolutely. they can get in contact with you?
5: Absolutely. So my website is www.mainroads.com My IG is MainRoadsNHC, and Facebook is main roads nhc as well also i do have an upcoming pop-up shop it's going to be on april the 30th and it's going to be at the lighthouse on the pike which is at on marlboro i believe that's on marlboro pike i'm sorry at this moment i don't have the exact
2: address oh, that's okay. i'm so sorry the lighthouse where is that I that's, mean, like, little, that's right near? there
5: at um It's at uh silver hill road and marlboro pike so, across from the shopping center where the shoppers is, but on Marlboro Pike. Oh, okay. So, it's an outside venue. So, okay. I will be there this Saturday between so 10 and 3. And then more than that, I am a permanent vendor at the Congress Heights, Soul of the City. Yes, market. Yes, market. And we need your support. We are new Uh, A lot of people haven't um, discovered us as of yet, but we have over 20 plus vendors that are out there every Saturday between 10 and 3, 2700 MLK Avenue, Southeast Washington D.C., Ward 8. Come out and support your local vendors.
2: Uh It used to be an old horse stable.
5: It sure did. And it used to be the old
2: men's shelter. Uh The men's shelter used to be around the back. But
5: Ward 8 is up and coming and it's beautiful. I know they rezoned it and there's some parts that are prettier than others, but all of Ward 8 is amazing oh yeah definitely. come to congress heights come see us 2700 mlk avenue yeah the Solar of the city marketplace
2: Ellie, did you start your radio show's social media
4: yet? Do you have any information you want to give out yet, or yes, no? I am on Instagram at Ellie Live Love Inspire. Oh, love that! So yeah, that's the one I'm going to keep right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you fit right in over here. Yeah, oh,
5: that energy. All right. just, I just <laughs> oh, when she said it, it just felt like a warm blanket
2: Aww. all over my body.
0: <laughs> Thank so, you. So
2: good people, we're getting ready to um, get out of here. We have to do this again like ASAP. Um, as usual, I need you to do something else outside of yourself this week and be kind you already know if you listen to this show honey I'd rather be misunderstood than basic and I will see you guys next Sunday
1: if I do not take a chance and try and pay the price and not take your advice for this reason I'll have to stay